I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, and welcome back to From Complex to Queens, home run Apple Sources minor league podcast. I'm Steve Saipa, and I'm joined this week by Lucas Lajos, Ken Levin, and Thomas Henderson. How's everyone doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Doing well. Softball game was a success, and uh, I don't have to do the outro this week, which was a fucking disaster last time around, so uh, that's a plus. It wasn't as bad as... as it was, it was pretty. You pretty made it bad. seem. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Did it's you amazing how game? easy it sounds like when you do it. I'm like, yeah, I know the words to this. I can totally vamp this off the cup cuff. Oh, now it's time to do it. What's English? Uh, you <laughs> know, like almost every single word that I say on the podcast on, on any topic, I have like almost every single thing written down because my brain just doesn't work good sometimes so mm-hmm. always all right um so promote extend or trade so back in 1859 on today's date uh, john brown he raided the armory at harper's ferry in west virginia and john brown is a personal hero of mine and obviously his raid didn't you know work out things did not go as planned and he got captured and executed but he wrote uh while he was in jail one of the most like badass quotes bad ass quotes about american history to me his quote was 
I, John Brown, am now quite certain that the crimes of this guilty land will never be purged away but with blood. And then, of course, the Civil War, you know, took place a couple of years later. So that's a long-winded way of getting to a promote extend trade uh, regarding the greatest baseball quotes. Okay. I was really so, uh, this is one of those ones where I had absolutely no idea <laughs> yeah. which direction you were possibly going with this. <laughs> Promote extend trade, favorite abolitionists. Uh-huh. Uh Branch <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> Alright, so we have our baseball quotes. First is from Yogi Berra, and of course you could probably just do Yogi Berra quotes alone, but we have Yogi Berra's It Ain't Over Till It's Over. We have Lou Gehrig's Today I Consider Myself the Luckiest Man on the Face of the Earth. And then finally we have Jackie Robinson's A Life is Not Important Except in the Impact That It Has on Other Lives. Sam. I, I have I'm, a hot take. Sure. Yogi Berra quotes are stupid. Well, yeah, obviously. The, I think that's the point. Yeah, <laughs> but, but people talk about him like he's this great baseball man. He just says utter nonsense, and they're like, "Yep, okay, Yogi, whatever you say, Grandpa." Like, <laughs> let's get you back to bed now. <laughs> I, I, I've never, I've never understood the the Yogi Bear obsession. I feel like the um the Yogi quote here kind of is when you look at the importance of the other two men. <laughs> And what they're <laughs> talking too. about, what they're talking about here, like Jackie Robinson is like he broke the color barrier, obviously, and Lou Gehrig with Lou Gehrig's disease. And then Yogi Berra is just like saying stuff like it's a fun <laughs> quote. But I mean, that one kind of got to get traded when you look at it from a from a importance perspective, I would say. On the one hand, we have two of the seminal figures in not just baseball history, but arguably arguably American history. Yeah, and yeah, on the other, bro. we have senile grandpa who got out of the nursing home and somehow wound up managing a baseball team again. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't really argue with that. Although, I guess I will say... I mean, Jackie Robinson obviously is a very important figure in American history. Lou Gehrig, uh, eh. I mean, I think when you consider how prevalent and bad ALS is, like... Right, right, right. I think he counts, because it is... It is it named is his after. Disease. It's yeah, it's yeah. he was literally the first person to see it and or first person that people saw it in and it just happens to be a baseball man. You know what I mean? That's a true point. That's a good point too. It's it's uh the outside of baseball influence the, the name if nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, like you say Lou Gehrig and that's what you think of and you think of how many lives it affected and how devastating of a disease it is. You know, so I think he does count. Counterpoint to that though. You think Yogi Berra's name, you think Yogi Bear, and how many lives did he influence and impact over the years? <laughs> yes, obviously, that's that's the first place my brain goes, obviously. <laughs> mm. Yogi Bear, or excuse me, uh, uh, Garrick versus Robinson's an interesting one. 
I feel like Lou Gehrig's quote is more widely quotable, whereas Jackie Robinson's quote is more like philosophically profound. Because, I mean, you know, today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth is a quote that, you know, outside of baseball context, people will use, you know. I. I'm trying to figure out how how I put this into words, right? Like Jackie Robinson's quote is probably like agnostic of setting the more philosophically impactful statement. Mm -hmm. But I think. In the context of like Garrick's quote, in the context of baseball, both in terms of what it means to be a player or what it means to to be a a fan, particularly uh, the sorts of fans who record and or listen to podcasts of this nature, uh, I, like it's the most baseball impactful quote because it like takes gives you a chance to step back and uh, and appreciate things for a moment like for all the bitching and moaning we do and how generally unfun it is a lot of the time to be a met fan <laughs> we still have it pretty good in the grand scheme of things um mm-hmm. i don't think you can go wrong picking either of these of course yeah i think yeah. i have steve first I think Jackie edges out Gehrig for me. Sure. Oh, poor Yogi is getting the boot. Oh, yeah. It's just not – it is not a fair fight in this scenario. <laughs> no. For <laughs> wonderful like, legend Yogi Bear. <laughs> it's it's basically – it is the meme of the dragon. You have two serious yeah. – or the Hydra. Uh-huh. Two serious faces. Ghidorah. And then you have the Doofy face. Yes. Yeah, it's the meme with King Ghidorah. Um mm-hmm. I just had a thought. And it, oh, this is another moment where I really wish that 42 movie had been better. Um, just very disappointing overall. That movie was more about Branch Rickey than it was about uh, uh, Jackie Robinson, honestly, which was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the, the, the whole for good and for bad. The whole story has kind of become like American mythology you know Mm -hmm. I mean of the things that could be American mythology it's certainly not the worst one yeah yeah I mean it's it's a good ending a good you know good comes of it you know All right, so we'll move on now. Uh, We will quickly touch, because to be honest, I don't really think there's too much to really talk about, but we'll quickly touch the Arizona Fall League. And we are in week two of the AFL. The Glendale Desert Dogs are paltry two and ten. Very fun team. They're tanking for a draft pick. Hell yeah. <laughs> Is there a good uh, one? Has someone come up with a good one for, not that he's got to be the first overall pick, but Caglione? Crappy uh, for crappy. Cagli- <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Be also crappy for Caggy. Very overrated prospect. It's probably going to be Sankara or something at the top. Anyway. 
he's the two-way Florida guy. Yeah, the two-way yeah, Florida okay. guy yeah. with like huge power but no plate approach and huge velocity yeah. but no commander secondaries. It's gonna be the the second baseman from Oregon State. Oregon um, or um, Nick Kurtz, the uh, first baseman. What is, what is his name? Uh, Sankara, Thomas Sankara. No, uh, Thomas <laughs> Sin- <laughs> Sankara. <laughs> no, I'm uh-huh. fucking around. That's not what it is. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Sin Cara is a wrestler, and yes, he was yes, yes, pretty. Yes, yes. Um, this roster page is totally unhelpful. What am I looking at, Oregon? Why is why is this how you laid out your? <laughs> this is terrible. Why do all college baseball teams have just awful roster pages? Anyway. Well, yeah. Uh, So does anyone have any constructive feedback or comments or anything about the performance of the uh, Mets players in the AFL so far? Because to be honest, it's... uh, The AFL truly feels like a exhibition league in its uh, go-get-your-swings-in-and-work-out-some-stuff type place. Yeah. Like, I just don't, I don't care. (laughs) Like, and that, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. Like, it doesn't really, I'm not going to move Parada up or down my board, my, my prospect list in three months because of the AFL. I'm just not going to. It just, it's, it is what it is. To illustrate this, the best hitter in the AFL right now is Liam Hicks who is batting 571, 647, 714. You probably haven't heard of Liam Hicks because he's a 24-year-old catching prospect for the Rangers who spent this year in double-A and hits for literally no power. Also, Travis Bazana is who I was talking sure, about. Yes, yes, yes. He's probably going to go 1-1, at least if I, it was right now. Yeah, I think I'd take Kurtz personally, but I do not have a strong opinion on it. Anyway. Yeah, the AFL kind of is uh, sucky this year. Like, literally, you have Parada, which obviously he's an interesting player, but we really don't care about anything that he does, to be honest. And no one else that they sent to the AFL is really remotely that interesting. I mean, JT Schwartz and Rowdy Jordan, they're nice guys to have in your system. I don't really know if there's much there, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in terms of MLB upside, but, and, you know, DeAndre Smith. I could not care less about DeAndre Smith. (laughs) That's just what the AFL is. You're not sending your good prospects there. No. Uh, I generally agree with the sentiment that we shouldn't be overreacting to the AFL, particularly seven games worth of AFL. Um, that said, Kevin Prada has a 10 to 1 strikeout to walk ratio. Like, more than the lack of power, more than the low OPS. That troubles me a bit. Um, How many games has he played? Seven. 26 at bat. He's struck out 10 times in, in seven games. I mean, that's not great, but I was just curious. Yeah. It's not a huge sample. Guys can have bad stretches, of course. Maybe he's gassed. Uh, 
that that part is a little because even if a guy's just getting some work in trying some stuff out that level of you don't expect him to strike out like that yeah Mm -hmm. and this is a guy who's supposed to be coming in as a polished hitter and blah 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 and you know yeah suboptimal yeah Definitely not what we, uh, I don't want to say what we were expecting, but definitely not what we want to see. Mm. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Now we're going to uh, shift gears a little bit. And last week we went over um, Mets hitters and pitchers from the past season. And, you know, the guys that we thought were the standouts of the 2023 season. And, you know, the other players that were in contention and everything. So this week we are going to do something similar, but a little bit um, a little bit broader. Um, we're going to crown the team of the year, which is basically the team that whatever factors you're taking into account here, you know, was the most enjoyable for you, be it roster, run differential, prospects, mascot. Whatever. Uh, so just a, a quick review. The Mets, you know, they fielded seven teams in the past season. Uh, there was the DSL Mets Blue and the DSL Orange, which were in the Dominican Summer League. There's the FCL Mets, and they were in the Florida Complex League. Then there's the St. Lucie Mets in the Florida State League, the Brooklyn Cyclones in the South Atlantic League, the Binghamton Rumble Ponies in the Eastern League, and then the Syracuse Mets in the International League. 
So I guess we'll just start from like the bottom up, I guess. Why not? So does anyone have any votes for the DSL Mets blue or the DSL Mets orange as the team of the year? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. We just don't have enough. <laughs> yeah. We don't have eyes on them like that. I mean, the most interesting It's going to be play- a no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> the most interesting player early was Christopher Lares, and then he fell off, and then he got suspended for steroids. Hmm. I wonder why he fell off. Hmm. Curious. Uh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I'm getting a they clue get here. It was uh Gutierrez was down there and didn't right he was in the DS please someone tell me I'm wrong if I am but um like he didn't do a whole lot the most interesting player for the whole year is probably Jeremy Rodriguez and he didn't get there till August so you you brought up Gutierrez Daverson Gutierrez they my, my I don't know why but I was I introduced my brother like last week to the Immaculate Grid on mm-hmm. baseball reference and mm-hmm. one of the things was like i was just showing him random ones that i hadn't done and one of the things was like a mariners outfielder a mariners gold glover and so i i filled in franklin gutierrez and he didn't mm-hmm. know who franklin gutierrez was really I, yeah i know I was like he's i don't know i feel he's like how do you not know franklin gutierrez but Franklin Gutierrez is obviously not Davison Gutierrez, who is a catcher and um, not a gold glover. No. And not a good hitter either. Um, watching a lot of clips of him, I have some very big concerns about his swing. Mm-hmm. But he's also like 17, so yeah. his swing will be completely... I, I, I have concerns about every 17-year-old swing, to be honest. <laughs> like, yes. if, if, if I don't, then they're like real good. It's Bryce Harper. <laughs> Bryce Harper, you know what? Good with his swing at 17. I'm, I'm okay with where this is at. Um, <laughs> That's very true. Juan Soto, I think it could stick around at 17. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, unless, uh, may, maybe, maybe this is the time we'll finally learn to not get excited about DSL. So, um, oh, oh nope. we're, they're signing big-name DSL players again, and we're getting – okay, we're doing it. That's just going to it's always going to happen because it's it's the new thing. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be guilty of it, too. It's fine. Oh, absolutely. I am all aboard the Jeffrey Rosa train, baby. What are uh, Simon Juan and Willie Fania's up to? The answer is not much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to go up to the FCL Mets to see how they are doing. Um, Excellent. Beautiful Mm -hmm. segue, Steve. Beautiful. (laughs) The FCL Mets went 32 and 18. Last uh, season, so they did have a winning record. They were actually a pretty good um, team. So, do we have any votes for the FCL Mets as being the team of the year? Oh, they're up there for me. I found mm-hmm. them very fun. Um, because we we got like the we got a few draft picks to go there, which was really fun. We got a few trade guys. Ronald Hernandez was really good in the uh, for the Mets, hitting two eighty six five oh nine. 486 and it was very not very many games like 14 but still then like aj ewing was there and boston barrow or barrow was there nick morabito was really good there this year which is funny for us purposes not doing um, this i'm not i'm not we're not Carl doing House this this season was not good there but he played there um who else am i looking for there's another name i was looking for on here i'm Santella. on there 
Yes, like he was like it was it was actually a really fun team. And there was at one point too many of them, <laughs> like like they needed to <laughs> like especially in that immediate post draft signing thing where they weren't promoting guys yet. That roster was like crazy bloated, like mm-hmm. every day, like it felt like the starting nine was like different because they just needed to get guys in the lineup. But um, yeah, I really I found that team really fun because it was just a fun mix. Oh, Marco Vargas was there. Obviously, he wasn't the greatest as after the trade, but still. That's a very exciting prospect. And um, yeah, it was just a very exciting team. And a lot of new faces to the organization made their debut this year in that in that level. So that's why I found this one. And it's good that they were good. Like, it's always good when the young teams are really good because that it doesn't portend anything. But it's oh, it's better than if they sucked, you know. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, they were a fun team. I think they got knocked out of the playoffs on like literally the first round or whatever but hey, I don't know that it the championship and loss or the second round or something i can't remember i don't i, I just remember the braves one yes i do it's know the, i do remember the fcl braves one but it's the only level where they could win championships all right let's move up now to st lucy mets did anyone at any point in time whatsoever oh. Consider the St. Lucie 2023 season fun. No. <laughs> Early Before on. the season. Yeah. I mean, I'm a giant fanboy for both Jet and Reimer, and both of them started here. Now, neither posted great top-line numbers here, but I think the underlying data was pretty strong throughout. Um, this is not exactly a compelling case. <laughs> Yeah, like honestly, I think that would literally be the only uh, thing that I found fun about the St. Lucie Mets season was having, you know, Statcast data available. Mm. Literally nothing about the on the field performance, just having the data. That's just, that was my favorite part of their season. Well, and the rest of that you know, roster is just incredibly disappointing. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. That was like worst case scenarios across the board. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, literally on one hand, you can count the guys that like actually did well. Well, Lucas, you mentioned Jet Williams before, and he was promoted to Brooklyn in July or no, in August, I think it was. And um. Not that he was bad in St. Lucie, but he was considerably better in Brooklyn than he was in St. Lucie. So what if the Brooklyn vibes side, are just really bad in St. Lucie? I mean, that's possible. I've never it been to St. Lucie. Ken, you're the resident St. Lucie expert. How are the vibes? Uh, vibes aren't bad, but aren't great. <laughs> oh, okay. Pretty uh, standard for that part of Florida. <laughs> Well, that says a lot, I guess. Um, but the Brooklyn Cyclones 2023 season, they um, weren't great in the first half, but they were very good in the second half. They got into the playoffs. Oh, no, they didn't. Excuse me. They they lost on the last day. That's very Metsian. Um, any votes for the Brooklyn Cyclones having the uh, team of the year? I am a little tempted to... Because this is where 
Jet kind of showed to everyone what he is. Lucas, you could have said Jet took off and you didn't. And I'm oh so. Oh my god. Fuck! I was waiting for. When you said Jet, I was like, you better say where Jet oh. took off and you did it. Oh. God. <laughs> Damn it. Like, honestly, I think I might just fire you right now on the spot. <laughs> You're right, too. Holy shit. I'm going to head out, you know? Fuck. Um, <laughs> God damn. I mean, I'm I'm out here. What do the, what do the youth say now? Rizzing up jet or whatever the fuck? And I can't even get the goddamn headline right. Um, anyway. Never say that again, please. Yeah. <laughs> this is a total aside. Do you remember that, like... 24-hour period on Twitter where someone was going on about Baby Gronk being rizzed up by... Oh, by Livy. Livy. Oh. <laughs> I remember logging on. Like, I've definitely had moments where I've not understood something on the internet. It has never been as bad as that, where I just read that sentence and said, I don't understand. The only word I understand <laughs> in this sentence is Gronk and everything else <laughs> is completely irrelevant. They might as well be speaking ancient Aramaic. I don't know what's happening here. Well, you've uh, officially joined us in the ranks of being old. Congratulations. Yeah. Okay, okay, Boomer. Where's the soundboard so I can get a Left for Dead clipper? We got a Boomer. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Jet in Brooklyn, as a 19-year-old, 299-451-567. More walks than strikeouts. Seven homers in 35 games. He was incredible. Yeah. <clears throat> like, he now, took the next step there, for sure, yeah. in his development. Does that outweigh Alex Ramirez falling off a cliff, which I expected? Uh, Kevin Parada bottoming out, which I did not expect. Uh, mediocre pitching, which kind of is always the case in Brooklyn. Like, for me, it kind of does. I think we're. I know what team we're all going to wind up picking, but I'm very close to actually picking Brooklyn just because this is where the Jet breakout really took off. There you Thank go. You. Happy. Hey. Thank you. Very good. Better late than never. That's <laughs> what I say every time my flights are delayed too. <laughs> uh, I mean, he 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 certainly energized the team. There's no denying that his promotion coincided with the you know the second half. Uh, surge and basically doing as well as they did. I think they were 10 games over in the second half or, you know, close enough. And really, you know, like you mentioned Parada, who was promoted to Binghamton. You mentioned Tidwell, you know, eh, pitching. Tidwell is one of those guys. He was promoted to Brooklyn, uh, Binghamton. So, I mean, Jet really did carry that entire team, like, on his shoulders. Yeah. I would, uh, I would give a a giving, I'm giving a half vote here to Brooklyn because it's hard not to. Mm All right. um, Next is, next we have the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. And similar to Brooklyn, um, you know, this first half they were, I think they were exactly 500 or just a game over, um, mediocre. And then in the second half, they were a lot better. And they eventually made it to the Eastern League Finals 
And unfortunately, they lost to the Erie Seawolves, the uh, Detroit Tigers um, affiliate. But it was a good team. It was a good season. And they have my other half uh, vote for team of the year. Yeah, that was a really good half of baseball for them. That was really fun. I mean, when was the last time we had a, well, I mean, I guess it's any roster with Beatty and Alvarez on it. So maybe that's less, a less a provocative question than I wanted it to be. But, but a roster with, with Gilbert, Williams, Acuna, Parada, the last two who you can have mixed opinions on, uh, Tidwell, Hamill, Scott, Tyler Stewart. Like, there's a lot of talent on that roster come the yeah, end of the year. A ton of talent. Mm-hmm. These are guys we don't all necessarily love, but still. That's, I think, I think what it, we... It's also like, guys, even if we don't love them for whatever reason, you see the vision, you see why. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I'm a little lower on Acuna. Like, me and Lucas have said this a few times. Like, I don't think Acuna sucks or is a bad prospect. He's just like maybe 10 slots lower than other people for me. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a little worse for me than other people. It's like, I see the vision with all these guys and that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. And then I think what made this team so good, <clears throat> excuse me, is that, you know, in addition to those premium names, you had a team that had a bunch of like role players and just farmhands and depth guys, whatever you want to call them, that had you know really great seasons. You, JT Schwartz hit 300. I mean, does it really matter in the grand scheme? No, but but it's fun. Good, right? It's like good for him. He he three he he hit 300. Matt Rudick, who had his season, yeah. Matt Rudick had his season end early because of injuries and stuff, but he was like well into a. a breakout season um rylan thomas was only there for a couple of games but he you know he hit 353 like that's awesome um you know a lot of you know luke ritter started his crazy season um and and was just (laughs) hitting home runs literally left and right left and right for you know Mostly uh, left, actually, but, you know. Yeah, that is, that is true. Uh, Brandon McIlwain had a very solid season in Binghamton and then, you know, got a little bit better, at least on the surface numbers, in Syracuse. It was just a lot of guys supporting the stars, you know, and top to bottom, it's like it was just a fun team. <clears throat> I also think part of the fun factor here is that it's it's double A and – a lot of these guys will be in Syracuse next year or getting called up to Syracuse. And then like, we're talking about seeing you in the major leagues. And that's, that's also adds to the fun factor for me when you're like, Hey, these guys are getting like, this is like the first step of the doorstep, you know, when a guy starts playing really well in double a, like, obviously when a guy's good in Brooklyn, you're like, ah, let me keep an eye on him. But when it gets, when jets doing this in, in Binghamton, you're like, Oh, now we could talk about, jet williams new york met next year you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. at some point and that's cool too that's it cool in a different way and that's while the fcl mets were really fun all those dudes are really far like even the best case scenario but these 
but the best case scenario for like Drew Gilbert is see you in like <laughs> two months into the season, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's really cool too on the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. They also, am I remembered correctly, beat the Yankees in the playoffs. Yes. Yes. They played Somerset and they bested uh Actually, I'm not even sure if he pitched, to be honest. Drew uh, Thorpe? He pitched yeah, they game one. Drew yeah. Thorpe in the first game, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was, and uh, that's like a top, panels. top, top prospect. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, he's a, he's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It would have been nice to cap it off with the championship. They eventually lost to the Orioles or the Red Sox. Tigers. 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 I'm, I'm really on top of it tonight, as you can tell. Um, but, you know, if you can't win it all... Knocking the Yankees out—that's not a bad consolation prize. <laughs> right. Well, we take those. You know what? The Tigers could use a moral victory, so good for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, we we can give that one. We can give this one to them. Miguel Cabrera is, you know, retiring. They don't have him anymore. They could use a little boost, and I'm sure that Eastern League 2023 champion will really um, boost the morale of the fan base. Hmm. All right, <clears throat> and last team we have here are the Syracuse Mets, and um, yeah, uh, they they had a season. The Eastern, the the International League as a whole had a uh, what a year. Yeah. If anyone can explain AAA baseball this season, um, give them the Nobel Prize. I don't know which one, but give them one of the Nobel Prizes. Uh, Physics, I guess. Literature. <laughs> Who knows if there's actually a scientific explanation? I, I don't know. Beyond science. Bizarre. Yeah. I mean, the, the the team was not good on paper. Um, it was fun seeing for like three games or however long it was, uh, Mauricio, Vientos, Beatty, and Alvarez all on the same team. At the beginning of the year, uh, yeah. At, at certain, you know, Ronnie Mauricio was there all season. Alvarez was called up after you know three games or whatever it was, and then Vientos and Beatty spent considerable time with the Mets, but they also spent a decent amount of time with Syracuse too. So we'll give them that. It was fun to see you know a bunch of the uh, top prospects on the same team hanging out, playing together. And they all did considerably better in AAA than they did in the major leagues, so that's yeah. nice too. I mean, counterpoint, that was actually really fucking annoying because now we're going to have to listen to people saying that Ronnie Mauricio and Mark Vientos are future major, future starting contributors to this team, which is just tedious at this point. And also the time Brett Beatty there didn't, spent there didn't really seem to help him resolve his major issues which sucks I, it was just such a weird environment like i don't know how you i'd evaluate anything mm. <laughs> like everything that everyone touched went seven thousand feet so what are you supposed to do with that information you know it's one of those mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it makes it difficult it really does but it did make for very entertaining scores like there were some like twelve ten wins. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, 
And um, I'm trying to see who led the team. Let's check some innings here. Game started. That's better. Who led? All right. This is that's a fun question. Who led the <laughs> Syracuse Mets in innings? Jose Budo? Yes, he did. There we go. Now, who led the Syracuse Mets among starting pitchers with 10 or more games? So that's at least, you know, a decent, that's about three months or so, whatever. Or, no, not that much. It's about two months, whatever. In ERA. Who led? That's Yes, that's the question. Who had the best ERA Joel among Casey. the starters? Yep. Wow. Nailed it. Yeah, a team leading 474 ERA. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does uh, I wonder what that was for the league, like league adjusted? Yeah, does Baseball Reference give us league adjusted? Uh, this is a completely I mean, meaningless stat, so I don't know where to find it. Let's see if I they don't have... know about adjusted or anything, but the league average is 518. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, ERA plus. Holy fuck! Wait, <laughs> no. Oh, I got excited for a second. It's for that's for the major leagues. Uh, did you know that Joey Lucchese had a 147 ERA plus in the yeah, major leagues really this good. year? He, yeah, he yeah. When they called him up, yeah. Him um, and no, they do not have ERA plus for AAA. That's mm. very disappointing. We're like, holy shit, he had a 4.7 ERA, and that was 40% better than league average. I, and it's it's well in the realm of possibility it's possible. how that was. Huh, you know what's pretty impossible? This is a crazy stat. So, among pitchers who threw, let's, 30 innings or more, so this is going to include relievers now. Mm-hmm. And you probably don't think anyone will get this one. But... 30 innings in the 2023 Eastern League. Zach Muckenhern had the best ERA. Would not have guessed Zach Muckenhern, no. Do you know what his Mar- ERA was? Mariners legend Zach Muckenhern. <laughs> Zach uh, Muckenhern threw. 3.3. 3.3, okay. Any other guesses? 3.5. Okay. Ken, okay, you are all way off. <laughs> we suck. Zach Muckenhern had 30.2 innings in the East in the International League. He had a what? 0.88 ERA. What? <laughs> Y'all want to know his FIP? <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> uh, I know that FIP, FIP going crazy. I know it's going crazy. His FIP was 4.13. His yeah. ex-FIP was 5.58. He struck out fewer than six batters per nine and walked mm-hmm. almost four. What? That's that's an incredible combination of numbers. I mean, good for him. Yeah. He's got he's got the Omega whammy of 230 BABIP, 95% left on base, and 50% ground ball. That'll that'll play. Among <laughs> among pitchers who threw at least three point one innings, there are two players that are tied for the best ERA. One is Dylan Hall. The other one, Anthony K. I would have gotten K if you gave me a second there. 
<laughs> Dylan Hall. Who the hell is Dylan Hall? Who is uh, this? 25-year-old reliever. Okay, so he's not real. Great. No, he was a um, uh, undrafted free agent guy that the Mets signed. Uh, Dylan Hall is a psyop. <laughs> he might be. To convince us that AAA wasn't actually that bad this year. Mm-hmm. My favorite Anthony K stat better than his zero ERA is his 21.6 strikeouts per nine. That'll mm. that'll play. And 2.7 I mean, walk. You might legit be a guy worth having around next year. Yeah, I they imagine. should keep him. They should keep yeah. him, I think. Yeah. They're going to have a bunch of 40-man spots at the start of the offseason, so I would not be surprised if they keep him on the 40 um, and maybe try to sneak him through waivers before the start of the season at some point. Let him compete in camp and see how he looks and with the new philosophies and stuff that Stearns will bring in. Mm -hmm. Looking at his baseball reference page, minor league... Um, numbers included, that is an incredibly long baseball reference page. For Ooh. a guy who was drafted in 26K. Mm. He's been around after, was, after the trade, I feel, away from Yeah, him. no. For a guy that was drafted 2016 and missed, you know, uh, time because of Tommy John wasn't pitching immediately, he's played on a lot. of And then missed 2020 completely. Oh, but he played in the major leagues. There you go. Okay. A lot of teams he's played on. <clears throat> well, yeah, so any all, all this basically just reinforces that uh, AAA last year, everything is a farce. So I guess it is consensus that uh, the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, 2023 team of the year, huh? Yeah, I think so. With an honorary mention to the Jet Williams Cyclones. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, that's the show for the week. So if anyone has any questions, comments, whatever, you could send us an email at our email address from complex to queens at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and shoot us questions there. I'm at Steve Saipa. Lucas is at Elfahost343. Ken is at Ken1191. Thomas is at SZN. S-Z-N. <clears throat> Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Rate and review it. And, of course, we thank you for listening. And we are Patreon-based, so if you do like our podcast or any of the other ones that are in the Homer and Apple Network, you could subscribe for just $5 a month. And that is how it's done, Lucas. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. <laughs> Someday we'll be I'll back learn. next week. Yep. So until next week, love the Mets. Love the Mets.